Hey, folks, it is uh, the last episode of 2020. Welcome, everyone. Joining me tonight, as you can see, we have on video, we have me, of course, at Outcast X. We have Joe and we have Crimson joining us again this week. And oh, boy, gentlemen, how uh, how's your week been? How was your how was your holiday week? Did you get a holiday week? Uh, I had Friday off and part <laughs> of Thursday. Yeah, but. I'm so glad I had Thursday off because Thursday night was the night from hell with every idiot shooting <laughs> off their guns and fireworks and throwing M80s and car alarms until 3 a.m. That just figures, idiots. What? Didn't you guys just barely get done with fire season there, Joe? I mean, <laughs> you know, now fire season all Is year, round. <laughs> year long. <laughs> Because we we had another fire last week. I think we have one minor blaze going now. There's always some idiot who decides to do something stupid. Well, one of the things that it reminds me of, I don't know if you guys ever heard of this game. It's a small little franchise called Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was a joke about how... Oh, we're, they were celebrating the end of hurricane season. And it, this was what, 2008, where it was like, it's no more hurricane season because hurricane season is all year round. And, <laughs> you know, they were saying it was supposed to happen by 2011. They're about 10 years late, but <laughs> hurricanes are happening all year round. I I can't bring myself to play any more Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now. I I missed a bunch of games in between, so I don't know what the real life shit going on in the story is. So, like, I played the first one, and that's it. And I never beat that one, but I got the story because I read all the spoilers and everything. And then I pick up Valhalla, which is the newest one because it came with my uh, GPU. And I'm like, man, I have no idea what's going on. Wait, why is everything got to be level capped? How come I can't move on? I have to have a certain level progression to move on. Yep. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, see, that started with Assassin's Creed Origin, and it's just like that shit. Oh God, fuck Ubisoft! Not fuck Ubisoft <laughs> oh, for making please. the same fucking goddamn game, but oh. they are fucking predators. They're fucking predators. They're they either cool with predators or they are predators. That and any any corporation right now doing um doing crunch before they before they need to release their product. Fuck you. You don't you don't deserve the employees you got. <laughs> started about Ubisoft <laughs> all the time that all the work that I did that got flushed down the drawn, like on a Star Trek game. And then there was the other game, Park Party, that never that never went beta. We would we worked on that on and off. You know whatever happened to what happened to party games? What happened to like uh, there was that one really good one on Xbox? What was it? Fusion Frenzy? Well, How come remember, they never made anything more than that? You know. Well, <laughs> the one that I remember was the is the South Park party game that was on Dreamcast. Oh shit! I never played that one. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it had, and we got Isaac Hayes to ask the questions, and it was fun. And Isaac said, "You actually want me to ask this?" Boy, is this stupid. <laughs> well, that, that's the audience that we were writing for. 
I mean, like Isaac, you're not in a place to judge. You're you're a Scientologist. <laughs> not only that, you're on South Park. Like right. <laughs> now, what kills me is like you haven't even heard of a Mario Party release. Oh uh, yeah. Like we've got Mario Party on Switch, but it's not that good. <laughs> oh God. How do you mess up Mario Party? Easy. You release the same fucking thing you had last yeah. time, except yeah. now you add motion controls. That's yeah. how you do it. Oh, God. or you do the vibrator <laughs> on the controller. <laughs> oh, so I beat I beat Trover saves the universe, and it's not spoilers, but I don't even know if I talked about this last episode. But when you collect all of the, they call them hidden power babies, and so mm-hmm. it's just he talks about the whole game and I was just going to get fucking high with the power babies that he's got. He's, he's going to smoke them or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> Every time you find one, he's like, oh, hey, thanks there, buddy. You know, you found me one of those power babies. I'm going to get fucked up this weekend. You know? But anyway, he shoves them in his eye socket. That's what it is. But uh, you find them all. And he's like, I'm going to do really something special for you at the end of the game. If you find all of the power babies. And so I spent every moment playing that game looking and like because it's VR. So you have to look around shit and look above things and below things trying to find these things hiding. And then when I finally found them all at the end of the game, he's like, okay, here's the thing that I promised that's really special. I want you to take your controller and I want you to shove it right into your privates. I want you to shove it as hard as you possibly can into your, into your whether you have a penis or a vagina. Just do whatever and I'm going to do something. And he just rumbles the, the controller for like, yeah. for like a minute. I'm like, damn it, man. Yeah. Oh God. I've I've actually heard of somebody forgetting that they have rumble and have it sitting on their lap, just right there. And it's like, oh, maybe I should move it. But nah, nah, I'm not gonna move it. <laughs> don't like don't like like I'm the only person in the world that ever played rival rival schools on the PlayStation and went to the hidden massage mode that you had the teacher that gives you the massage and it just, just constantly does vibrating. <laughs> God. And then you put it in head when you have a headache. Yeah. My but, head and all right, Joe. Yep. But you oh that that even makes me want to go get a PlayStation <laughs> 5 even worse because they're haptic feedback. <laughs> Man, we're doing deep dives into games now. You know it's last episode of the year. I don't give a shit. Oh, uh Kyle is nowhere to be seen. Felicia already knew she wasn't going to be on tonight. So welcome everybody to the uh the the fun little pre-gaming that we're gonna be doing here before we get into the regular show. I guess we could talk about how terrible 2020 has been, but you all have lived through it. So do you really do you really want us to go down that route? Is that something you want us to talk about? <laughs> oh god. Like I said, that's why I have brought Sterling's night gallery up. Man. So let's see. What do we have in chat out there? We have a good day from Melbourne. That's right. Said it right there. Uh and let's see. Okpa Flip is another Australian that we have out there. In hacks says Cyberpunk 2077 is lots of fun. And I I'm not. I I'm playing it too, and I'm having a I'm having a good time. I don't just because I don't have the console version, I don't see what the problem is because mm. apparently it's terrible on console. Wait, 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 wait. Did they have, did they fix the automatic the deletion of the save yet? Did yeah, t- that came, that came out with Hotfix 1.06 that just barely <laughs> got released. So it what was a joke. They turned it to a to a um, accidental roguelike. <laughs> <laughs> See, my pro- I, I read that there was a problem with that. That if your save file was more than eight meg, and the, the way it gets big like that is by crafting 
and by finding stuff like just going around and picking everything up and i do that every game that i play i fucking loot every every plant's like every place i go it's like the uh the character from the what rick and morty where it's steely where it's the guy that just has the bendable arms and he's going along just grabbing everything that's not even his and just putting them in his pockets and just, uh, it's it's fun uh, apparently the story mode is really short and so i just once i found out about that i'm like ah well i'll just do all the side quests why not see i look i i one my computer is a potato so i can't run <laughs> too much shit but like the the only new game that i've bought recently was miles morales and that was a fucking awesome game yeah i, I, I need to get that it, I know people were like bragging on it. It's like, oh, the villains this, the villains that. But like, it's literally, it's the criticism that you have for Miles Morales versus Peter Parker, but it's still fucking good. And I like that he's in the main 616 universe now because it's just, it's a different story. Yeah. And he still gets credit, even though Peter Parker is there. So it just makes me feel like the, uh, they could have had that in the game to begin with, with, with the Spider-Man that came out because mm-hmm. it wasn't too much longer after they had this whole other Miles Morales game out and he was already in the, the other Spider-Man, you know, the uh, not enough, I, but <laughs> I, I would say that the city that doesn't sleep DLC was actually worth it. Mm. I never finished it. I got to the part where the sinister six got out of uh, the raft. Was oh. it the raft? Yes. And then all of the terrorists have fucking rocket launchers. And I'm like, okay, I'm done for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that combat system. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, it's fine once you get everything. But before you get everything, it's fucking trash. It's like I went back. Um, um, <laughs> I remember fighting Kingpin Tower, the very first mission that you get. And I was getting my ass just fucking handed to me. Man. Oh, God. You know what this. When I think, go back and think about it, you know what the P- Spider-Man games remind me of? The hmm. Infamous games. So I yeah. popped up a video on like the breakdown of Infamous, Infamous Two, and oh god, Second Son, and I realized how fucking shit Second Son was versus the rest of the Infamous franchise. And I'm kind of mad at Sucker Punch because the only reason they made Second Son the sequel to the good ending of infamous two is because more people played the good ending. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And I'm like, the fuck? Like, like that whole scene, like it, it, like Cole McGrath is like the ultimate anti-hero because that scene in the evil ending, when he was like, I don't have to worry about the beast anymore because I am the beast. That was just bad ass. He's like (laughs) evil conduit Jesus. But I I don't know. I've been watching a couple of different things lately. Um, waiting for Lucifer to come back. There's a couple of people in the chat asking about uh, TV shows to watch, and I'm going to suggest. Let's see, what am I watching right now? Sneaky Pete is a pretty good one so far. It's uh, Giovanni Rabisi playing a kind of a ratty character, like he always seems to be playing. Who's trying to hide out from Brian Cranston, who he owes money to, and he just got out of prison. So it's funny because he's a con man trying to assume somebody else's identity. So there's that always that whole: is he going to get caught? Is he going? Are they going to find out who he is? And I'm sure they get to a point where it does build up more. But I mean, I 
I, fuck, I have time to watch one episode of a show, maybe on Friday and Sunday, because I do the show on Saturday and my wife works throughout the whole week and I work opposite her. So, so I don't get very much time to watch television with my family. They, they were upstairs a few minutes ago watching the new Soul movie from Pixar. Yeah. And I, I was watching it with them, but I was just like, oh God, that, that's all I need right now is a movie about existential crisis. That's really not something I really need to watch before coming downstairs and doing a show on the internet, <laughs> you know, because there's a whole bunch of what have you done with your life? And is I'm it, like, this. <laughs> isn't so like, um, isn't so like made by the same people that made um, Inside Out, like the same creative team? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, it's not, it's not like inside out too. Cause I know there was a lot of like comparisons to it, but I mean, how, how else are you going to uh, visually show uh, pre-existence and personality traits? It, it's kind of, they do a lot of abstract stuff and they try to put it into characters like they did with inside out. So I mean, like when you think about it, like inside out, wasn't that just a kid's version of Herman's head? That's a that's an old reference to people of of people of a certain age will appreciate yeah. that one. But that was the that was during the birth of Fox the network <laughs> back way back in the day. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian Cranston's in it. Loki. Uh, they were asking Brian Cranston's in it. Like, yeah, he plays the bad guy, and so he's he's always good as a bad guy. And this one, he's just straight up ex cop bad guy. So you, there's more reasons to fucking hate him. <laughs> Is it bad that the one thing that I've hated him on the most was when he played Zordon? <laughs> oh, from the uh, from the movie, huh? Yes. <laughs> I actually liked oh. him in that. <laughs> actually, I didn't, hey, I, man, if, if, if the Sabin company wanted to come up to me and offer me a truckload of money just to do stupid kid show voices, I'd do it in a fucking heartbeat, man. It wouldn't have to be that much money. But know? he was a dick in that movie. <laughs> oh, man. You try and get voice work because uh, that's what I tried to do back in the eighties. It's uh, hard. It's a oh, hard profession you, to get into, man. Oh no, I I will I would absolutely fucking give people that. Even like um, I remember watching how like um, Team Four Star would talk about how they are they do voice work and people they felt insulted that people would just put VA after their name and these are people just doing. Like shit, like just shit things, and it's like, no, you actually have to practice this shit. Yeah, you actually have to practice, and like, fuck, like it's it's like not every like you everybody can do funny voices, but not everybody can be a voice actor because it's take actor after take after take yeah. after take after take it's after take take, after take. <laughs> take take, and then the scripts that you have to go through. Such as the butter and the batter and the booter and the beater and the bottom mm-hmm. and the bottom. And the bottom. <laughs> if you don't pass that, boom. Yeah, or, just look at a uh, look at uh, Rob Paulson. The he's done so many voices, uh, especially uh, like in the Animaniacs. He's yeah. done Carl from Jimmy Neutron. He did a Ninja Turtle or two, I think. I'm going to look up his, his Wikipedia here real quick, but he's been. Man, he's been around forever. And but he he a lot of these people got into these shows because they knew somebody who knew somebody or they got lucky and, and they uh, they yep. they broke into the studio to jump like the guy that did the uh got the voice for Mario. I can't remember his name. 
he essentially just loitered <laughs> the whole time that they were they were they said that they were done doing voice actor auditions and he comes on set and he just goes and ramps and does like 10 15 20 minutes of material until they finally like relented and they're like okay okay god okay we're going to hire you stop yeah. it but so you know what kills me is is just that when they get celebrities that has only one stick and they think, oh, we're going to make this person a voice actor. Actor, yeah. Oh, so you mean the, the the person that has only one voice? <laughs> yeah. they, I've always hated when they just throw celebrity into a movie. You know, just, just think of um, just think of William Shatner in Osmosis Jones. <laughs> oh God! Or 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 here here for those of those for those of you guys who know, um, Peter Dinklage in Destiny Two. Or Destiny One before they 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 ripped him out. I was like, nah. No. Before they replaced him with uh, someone much cheaper but infinitely more talented. <laughs> Keith or Sutherland, Keith or Sutherland in Metal Gear Solid. Like they got rid of the most beloved voice actor. It's like I, oh, can, yeah. I can see why they did that though because Boss, uh, Big Boss, and uh, Venom, uh, Venom Boss. Sorry, Venom Snake. Sorry, shit, I'm messing up here. But like Naked Snake and Venom Snake were two different people. Like one was the guy that just looked like Big Boss, and I'm not gonna tell you who and what, but I'm just saying because that man, I, you're playing Metal Gear Solid Five, and you're like, okay, it's just another Metal Gear game, and then you get to the end, and you're like, yeah, fuck, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Good game. That was a really damn good game. So, wait, wait, you're telling me that you didn't like Metal Gear Survive? <laughs> but was that the multiplayer one that they had that or was it the the zombie one or something yes yeah, like the zombie one no because yeah essentially for me you give me a game and you say oh there's this new multiplayer game nope i, I don't want anything to do with that shit but it's got a campaign mode like okay well i'll buy it for the campaign <laughs> like I, I wanted to get titanfall never picked it up because it didn't have a campaign mode and then titanfall 2 came out and I'm like, this is a fantastic game. It was short, but damn it, it was fun. You know, they just took Titanfall and added a campaign to it. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I actually have it, and I've never made it past the first level. It, it picks up quite a bit after that first level. So uh, let's see, what are they talking about in chat right now? Let's see. In hacks says someone needs to explain to me explain to me why they rebooted Hellboy with another actor. Uh, because. <laughs> Money. Oh, someone's got so, uh, someone's got the hot mic. Sorry about that. I was oh, trying no, to fine. pull up the chat. No, you're fine. Uh, so they had to pick somebody else because Ron Perlman's old man. <laughs> Ron yeah. Perlman also wanted a whole bunch more money. I, I don't blame him. Putting on that latex and paint all the time would. It's a drag on you, man. <laughs> it's hard to go. Not only just like everybody's like, oh, actors they get paid a lot to do nothing. There's some people where it's it's a sacrifice where you're sitting in makeup for seven hours. Who was the guy who played Vision? With Frankenstein's original makeup. Uh, he's the same guy that played the dude in um, Solo, which another good movie I liked. I can't remember his name, though. He's just... Uh, I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> Paul Bettany. That's what it is. I just thought of it. Paul Bettany. So when he was on Agent Carter, he loved that show a lot more than planned vision. Simply put, because he didn't have to sit in that 
goddamn makeup all the time. <laughs> I think they said it was like eight hours worth of makeup. It was like, yeah, no, no. I mean, look, and there's time to t- get it off too. So oh it's, yeah. <laughs> like look what like I remember watching a a, a making of for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Michael Rooker had to sit in makeup for fucking ever to get his makeup on to play Yondu, you know, because you can't leave with the blue skin that he's got. You can't leave anything exposed anywhere. So and who was originally playing um, Mystique in the original X-Men movies? Uh, 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 Rebecca Romaine. Yeah, she Samos, that, yeah. yeah, that she was in there for like she had like eight hours worth of like like at some point I'm like, nah, 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 <laughs> no. Can we put some contacts? Can we can we do a little bit of the like and this is heavy makeup. This is heavy hot makeup. <laughs> well, it's like they nearly killed uh Buddy Epsom <laughs> when he was gonna yeah, play the, the tin man. <laughs> he almost died from out from uh alcohol, not alcohol. aluminum poisoning. Aluminum. <laughs> yeah. Because they decided, hey, we don't have a, we don't have any other way of making this paint look like metal. We're just going to use actual metal suspended in a type of grease, and we're going to paint it all over your skin. And so that yeah. reminds me of the, okay, what is that movie where um the the woman was dipped in gold, and it was like we have to make a, we have to make a little space on the back because it's, oh that's sure eaten in Goldfinger, Goldfinger, yes. yeah. Yeah, the little gold patch had, I mean, the little patch had to be on the back for the skin to breathe. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, God. And she said it was a pain in the you-know-what to get the gold <laughs> crap out of her hair. Well, she said she felt dizzy um, with that much pain <gasps> all over. Yeah. Yeah, because of the fumes. Uh, someone wants to correct you there. Crimson says it wasn't the same actor who played Jarvis and Agent Carter. James Darcy played Jarvis and Agent Carter. So I stand corrected. I'm I'm all for being corrected on things. But I mean, OK, so you had Paul Bettany that did the voice for Jarvis <laughs> in the Iron Man movies, didn't you not? Or Yeah, I believe so. So somebody correct me if I'm wrong on that one, too. But I, I he was the voice of Jarvis. That's why he turned into Vision when. Ultron did his whole mumbo jumbo to him. So, okay, let's see. They're talking about Michael Jackson's hair being set on fire. Fuck, I remember that oh, happening. God, I remember that. <laughs> oh man! And he was so fast, and when he spit, he put it almost all out. <laughs> yeah, just put the Pepsi on my hair. The choice for a new generation. <laughs> I don't know. I've always been a Pepsi drinker. I, I I'll drink Coke. I'll drink. I'll drink. I'll drink any soda you put in front of me. But you know, oh, I can, no. Just be glad you weren't back in the eighties with new Coke. Mm. They re-released that when the the Stranger Things yeah. happened, and I didn't. I didn't give it a try. But when they did Jackson's autopsy, they found it was as bold as a coot. <laughs> And when that everybody so- is our our patrons joining us. I, I clicked the button to allow them in. So if you wanted to be one of them, now they're going to have a chat room live with us. So That's hey, right. everybody, so <laughs> get your hands in your pocket. That's why become a patron. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give that love offering to Ed tonight. 
Got well, you, the dollar a month thing that we do on Patreon, you could do it yearly now, and it comes out to like eleven and some change because we offer a discount for people. Oh, it, 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 it's worth every penny. Or it's like nine something, or it, it's some small amount. It's a, it's a pittance compared to what you'd pay yeah. normally a month. Sorry, salesmanship over with. I, I'm not trying to sell you on. I'm just letting you know that we're going to read chat, but in between, we're going to have people talking to us no, as hey, well. You so. gotta make money, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've got a whole studio I got to pay for. So that was uh, most of my Christmas money went towards the studio this year. <laughs> Actually, how is the studio coming? Did you get uh, get it set yet? It is it is good and set up. I just have uh, the problem is, is I've run into technological roadblocks because I need I need faster Internet because I can do Wi-Fi there because there's a, a Wi-Fi hotspot for Comcast and I can get through there. But it's slow. It's like something like 20, 20 to 25 megabits. I mean, I could stream with it and I did it once. If I, as long as I keep the resolution of like 720p, which isn't terrible for a stream, and that's fine because it's just talking head stuff most of the time. I get faster data plan. Or? Well, I'm going to get Comcast for business and that'll just be a monthly fee that I'll have to pay for that one. But that also mean that I can take my work shit from over here and work out of the studio <laughs> instead of working from my basement all the time. But the other thing is, like, I'm currently using most of the Patreon money besides paying rent on the on the uh, studio that I have. I'm paying off this my workstation, <laughs> and it's 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 going to take about another eight months or so to pay that one off completely. Please, Trump, sign the at least the six hundred dollar check so I can pay off some more of it. Please, oh, but- <laughs> how, yeah, how, good good luck with that. How right. much yeah. of that? How much is that? Is just fucking over Mitch McConnell. <laughs> All of it. Well, no, yeah. well then he's also trying to distract away from uh, distract away from his pardon shit that he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not, he just wants to burn the whole place down. I mean, he is not only is he Nero, but he's Caligula too. Yeah, I fully expect him to toss a Molotov cocktail to the door when he leaves the White House. Yeah. So when I when I get done paying for the workstation and everything. That's when I'm going to start being able to get uh, SLR cameras for everybody, good microphones for everybody, uh, you, you know, all the hardware that comes with it. I'm going to try to get a, a four camera switcher so I can have the, so we can have everybody that's sitting at the table have their own camera. And all I got to do is push a button to switch over to them when we're recording stuff so I can do producing on the fly. But it's coming. It's going to take Ooh. probably another year or so before I feel like I'm fully set up to to do everything that I want to do, and that's that's right. fine because so that's probably right when we're going to be. You're actually you're actually having to planning to do the show with uh, Alicia and uh, Kyle all in the same room. Yep, and guests if they oh, nice. if there are people that are local that want to come in because I've got I got the drink fridge put in today that holds like 160 cans of whatever I want to have in there. So oh. That was my Christmas present this year. I got a nice, like, glass-fronted fridge that you could put in there, so you could put as many beverages as we'd like to have. And then I'm going to get a futon for for the guests to sit on because we're going to have a dedicated peanut gallery seat oh, with man, the, with the microphone. Gallery. <laughs> See, be careful! Be careful! It's only two day, it's only, it's only it's only it's only a two day drive from here to there. <laughs> See, I I have a like an extra room in my home where I'm yeah. just like I. Maybe I should put a futon, move my computer in there. But my office is literally my front room where I have my big TV, yeah, my two monitors, and then my work computer is set up on a perpendicular table next to it. So I just think like, 
do I really want to give up the extra space and comfort? <laughs> right. Well, at and, least you've got that option. I mean, I just have one main room and a little kitchenette. In the, <laughs> well, the you choose to live in L.A. there, Joe. <laughs> That's right. I choose to live here. No, it's like I choose to live in Utah. I mean, I've got the whole basement I could use for stuff, but movie star. We we did a couple of shows a long time ago with uh the people coming over here to do stuff, but it, it felt weird to have children upstairs sleeping and then people down here partying with me and doing this. And so it's just like, yeah, I need to do this out of the house. And so that's what the new studio is mainly there for. But it's a matter of uh I've got I'm filling out stuff on Amazon wish list and later on I'm gonna release it to people and be like, hey, if you wanted to help, you know, we could do this. And I've thought about potentially putting out a uh, a higher tier Patreon thing where I'll name the studio after you or something like that. So just make sure your uh, list is updated with your correct information. Oh. I, <laughs> I I I I really like I think like Amazon, like even though they have my current address they yeah. sent a patron gift to my old address and i'm kind of pissed <laughs> about that because like my patron did just, like they actually cared about like something on my list and it was just like fucking amazon <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh, so yeah i've been i've been i've been go ahead joe i'm saying we got a private war going on here with fedex because fedex loves to put the package <laughs> right by the door in our apartment building. So when you go down and pick it up, somebody's already got sticky fingers on. Mm. And we've complained and complained and complained. And <laughs> Well, we've been doing the thing recently uh, in our neighborhood where we put out the snacks and the drinks for the delivery drivers because we know they're having to d- deliver shit when it's cold and when they, they're yeah. probably hungry and working, ha- working themselves to death. And so they're pretty good about not like leaving things like very out in the open here, but we we don't get very many uh, porch pirates here where I live. I mean, yeah, with the with the amount of people that live nearby that there is higher crime, uh, I would think that they would be more cautious of it. But it's not a big deal. Both the wife and I work from home, so like usually when the ring doorbell goes off, we look at our phones like, "Oh, it's your package," you know, <laughs> and go pick it. Everybody up knows quick, their, so. everybody knows everybody in your neighborhood anyway, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah, unfortunately, the neighborhood that we're in is one of the Mormon wards that you have out here. And I saw the the ward map one time and we're like the blacked out house. Oh, <laughs> this is where Satan lives. Yeah. Oh, wait, where's shit? Wait, wait a second. Black out house. So what, what they have is they have the neighborhoods of the map of the neighborhood, right? All the houses in the neighborhood with the, the, the people that live within the church ward that you have here. So, like, in our neighborhoods that you have here, probably within a three or four mile radius, you have probably five churches you can go to. So, if for fun, just go to Google Maps. Go over Utah, especially, like, the Salt Lake area and north of that, and just type in Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or LDS Church, if you want to do that. And watch how many fucking pins drop. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, it is oh, I know. fantastic, you know. So yeah, there. I mean, we have plenty of churches that people can walk to in the neighborhood, and they've they've asked us to come by. My wife has people that she grew up with that go to the church nearby here, and so sometimes they try to come by and do visiting teaching, which is kind of weird because they're like, "Hey, you know, we haven't seen you in church. Would you like to come? I mean, all visitors are welcome. Please come join our cult." Is what it feels uh, like. To me. <laughs> 
We got 30 churches in a town of 18,000. <laughs> my problem, my fucking problem is every year they do the uh, the neighborhood picnic, right? We have a, we have a, I live right next to a park. Like my backyard has a gate that leads into an, a park slash arboretum that we have back here. And that's the main reason we bought the place because we're like, we got kids coming. Let's make it, we have plenty of space for them to run around and shit. Uh, but behind here, they have like a, a pavilion where they do like the, the picnic every year, the neighborhood picnic. And it's just a code for church meeting, really, because you get to know everybody in the church. Because every year we've gone to it, we've lived in this neighborhood for 12, almost 13 fucking years. And every year that we go to this picnic, oh, hey, I haven't seen you around. You must be new to the neighborhood. Hi, how's it going? Like, no, no, we've lived here longer than most two people. <laughs> Tell me, do they serve funeral uh, potatoes there along with a pickle pie? Not usually. They usually have tons of uh sweets like mormons are just crazy about dessert you know <laughs> they can't have but, anything else but when we when we go to it like next year or I've, I've said this almost every year to my wife i'm like can i bring a cooler and just says if you'd like a free beer come see me you know because i want to be able to find the people in my neighborhood you know just oh, pop you didn't say coca-cola in there <laughs> just see I just want to, I'll buy a, a 12 pack of whatever and just have the, the cooler sitting open says uh, free beer, you know, because then you'll find the people in the neighborhood that are like, oh, hey, I could probably get along with these people because that's that's the code here. You know, it's like or free coffee or something like that. Just just the thing, you know, that the the Mormons that have prying eyes upon them with everybody else in their peer pressure group. What, what what is the old joke? How do you keep a Baptist from drinking all your beer? You bring two. There you yep. go. <laughs> Same thing with Mormons. <laughs> no lie. I went on a business trip with a guy that I went to high school with. Oh, we worked, we worked, in, worked in the same industry. And he was never a crazy person or anything. But we were flying out to uh, Columbia, Maryland to do some training. And that's it's like a hop, skip, and a jump right into D.C. proper. Mm-hmm. And we're hanging around in DC and going to all these restaurants. And one of the places we go to is this tap house. And I'm like, Hey, you okay with driving? He's like, yeah, I've been driving the whole time. I'm like, cool. I'm going to get fucked up with my per diem that I've got here. So, <laughs> and so by beer after beer, and then finally I get to like beer four or something like that. And I'm trying all the high point ones that you have. There some of these delicious mm-hmm. ones from countries. I can't even remember the names of, and they're just amazing drinks. And he starts ordering one himself. And I'm like, Hold on a fucking moment. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a second. And he's like, what? I'm like, I, I went to high school with you. You weren't a drinker. You never even fucking talked to me in high school. I've worked with you for four or five years, and you've never said anything about drinking before. He's like, yeah, but no one's around. <laughs> so it's exactly what that was. Oh, God. I mean, hey, you know, if you, if you want to bring Jews around for Christmas, you know, you've got to just bring the Chinese food. I mean, that's what I had yesterday. Oh, my God. My favorite Chinese place nearby had a two and a half hour wait to get their fucking takeout yesterday and the day before. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck are you people doing? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's the Jewish year 5781. OK, it's also the Chinese year 4718. Do you know what that meant for a thousand and six three years? It meant for a thousand and sixty three years. Jews didn't know where to go for their Christmas dinner. <laughs> oh god now, were they still going by months being years back then or <laughs> no it's seasons being years seasons 
Yes, it's it's the moon. My yes. best pal from Corpus Christi, when the when we handed the ship over, we decided to go down to the local alehouse, and he said, "I'll have the same as what you're drinking." Well, he's used to drinking things like um, Miller and Coors, and he got on Hartley's, which is twelve point two percent. Nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You can handle a couple of those, but not not very many of them. <laughs> one, one, one pint glass, and he is blasted. <laughs> I have never seen somebody go downhill so fast unless he had skis under his feet. No, hang on, hang on. My brother married a. Uh, I don't think they were LDS, but they've lived in Utah their whole life. First of all, my brother got married to someone. I, I don't I don't like the lady, but that's neither here nor there. But at their at their wedding that they were having in the backyard of <laughs> which is not a big problem. I mean, fine, if you want to save some money, have a wedding in the backyard. I don't give a shit about that. But at this wedding, the the brother of of the bride decided to get remarried at the same time. Oh to a lady oh. that he was already married to and divorced from. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, this 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 fucking Utah redneck <laughs> wedding is getting good. What are we gonna do next? What's gonna happen here? So my dad was in the military. And that's why we moved here to Utah. Uh, he was able to go on base, and this is before you you were able to buy like high points. You can go to the liquor store and get high points, but like they were like five, maybe six percent. My dad would go to the package store on base, classics, whatever you want to call it. And he would bring, he brought like cases of like high point beers to this Mormon party. And so, <laughs> and so you had people at this wedding that were used to having to drink a 12 pack in order to catch a buzz that got to like beer five and beer six and fights started happening. A guy <laughs> had a nom flashback. Uh, <laughs> police had to be called the fucking groom not my brother but the other groom walking down the aisle stumbled <laughs> when they were walking through the backyard wow. it was so goddamn redneck and <laughs> that's, that's a typical family reunion in my house no, no, like, wait I had the good sense to go to fucking Vegas and get married by Elvis thank you very much you know? <laughs> Speak, speaking of marriages we all want to congratulate Charlie Kurt on his new engagement it looks like he's trying to marry his cousin. How much she looks like him, cuck. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Sorry, that's mean. That's me. <laughs> well, you oh, yeah, actually on on Twitch you can't. You're not supposed to say that anymore. So I didn't. I really just didn't say that. It was a. I said Kirk, Charlie Kirk. That's what his name is. My bad. A friend of mine comes from Somerset, which is the land of the ciders, and he's into tra- he's into tractor pulling. And we were down there, and being a man of the spanners, I do a lot of work on his machine. Mm-hmm. And he brought a barrel of rough scrumpy. Oh boy! I woke <laughs> up in the morning, and I thought somebody welded the tongue, my tongue, to the roof of my mouth. I'm not joking; it was a spoon job. I staggered out of the coach. What happened? <laughs> he said, "One liter and a mouthful." And you were horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a one liter stein. He said, and you literally got one mouthful and fell over backwards. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. And he drinks that stuff all the time. <laughs> he brings a bloody great keg with him on the coach. He has a coach that's converted into a sleeper. And they go around to all the tractor pulls in the UK. And when he's up north, I go and help him out. And I have never seen anybody who can handle so much alcohol and not die. <laughs> And that guy's liver is truly a veteran. It's a brick. It's not a liver. It's a brick. <laughs> you could hold foundations. For God's sake. He's got so much cirrhosis, you could grab his liver and break it in half like, like a fucking. <laughs> like, uh, oh, styrofoam. That's what I'm thinking. Of. But the sh- and liver biopsies. <laughs> yeah, but the indecent swine. After in the morning, everybody else is crawling about. Oh God, I want to die. He bounces out of his pit and straight into the kitchen, bacon and eggs. He hasn't even got the decency to be ill. You know? That's me every 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 Sunday after doing this show. It's like wake up, it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> what happened last night? <sighs> okay, time to make some bacon. <laughs> I used to have a small shrimp boat on Morecambe Bay and I was the only shrimp boat that had a proper wheelhouse so I could cook my breakfast in the morning and 10 minutes after the frying pan got on, all the other shrimp boats had home in on mine and we'd end up in a raft (laughs) this went on for three flaming years (laughs) and after help because you don't want, when you're shrimping you don't want anybody else around you because if you find them, you want them. Mm-hmm. So you don't want a lot of other boats. How the hell were they finding me? Just I found out. Scent. Yes. <laughs> they were shrimp smelling boat. the bacon and eggs. They're coming your way. Shrimp boats are coming. There's sails <laughs> inside. <laughs> but there was one of the local shrimpers. He was a real, what a genius. Uh, we used to fish brown shrimp, which are the very small ones and the ridiculously expensive ones. And he bought a crashed Ferrari, which he had repaired. And he had the bonnet, which because the engine's in the back on those. He had yeah. the, the front, the hood. You no, got I, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. He had that lifted slightly and he put a purpose built cooler in there. Every Friday, He'd come in, load the car up with shrimps, foot down, down the M6 to London, which is Mm. a three and a half hour drive, two and a half in a Ferrari. (laughs) Is that, I can't pay, that thing does about three yards to the mile, three gallons to the mile. (laughs) I mean, they're like a pound an ounce in Lancashire. Was that a was that a V ten or a V twelve in that 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 V twelve V twelve V twelve Christ man V twelve five twenty horsepower I was gonna say you're you're looking at probably like a six liter or something like that for a twelve seven point two fuck me <laughs> that's wow. a lot of pollution and, and man <laughs> no it isn't actually it pollutes oh. less than a two liter Pinto I'm just saying with all this fucking cc's of air that it fucking eats oh yeah through. It's through. <laughs> now, and, I, still, I still got memories of the first car I had. 1971 half AMC Gremlin 
Baseball. <laughs> baseball. I got one it's better. Not near, it's not really a fucking Ferrari, though. There, baseball. Joe. <laughs> but wait a second. The price, the, the list price, nineteen seventy and fifty cents. Fuck your generation. Uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> Twenty-five gallons of the gas tank, and I can still remember filling it up for five bucks. <laughs> oh fuck no! Hell. <laughs> And those were the good. Those, back, those were the good times, Joe. Back in the sixties, they used to have gas wars in the late summer, where all the gas stations would cut their prices because they were converting to heating oil. So the price, all of a sudden, which was like around twenty-two, twenty-three cents, fell like to fifteen, sixteen cents a gallon. Was it still leaded back then too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For <laughs> Standard Oil, Indiana. Which was like called American. They didn't use lead, but they were staying higher octane. <laughs> those those were the days when you could see the air in LA. <laughs> no, that's where you chewed it. <laughs> no, we 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 lived through that every year here. It's called the inversion because where where we live is just essentially a giant bowl on top of a mountain. <laughs> oh god. It's what what's the remnant of Lake Bonneville back when it was just a giant fucking lake that filled up most of the West Coast. And that's why we have the Salt Lake, which is just a dead sea. You know, it's just it's just ocean that is just it's a lake that is just collected. Yeah, it's like the yeah. Salton Sea here in California. Yeah. And so I'm but it's fucking huge though. I mean, like uh, like Dead Sea's cool, but fucking Salt Lake the Salt Lake itself is just fucking massive. You know? Yeah. I, I researched it when you talked about it. It's big. It's really fucking big and deep in some places. But the 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 thing is like uh when we where we live here, if there's a high pressure front that rolls through weather wise it essentially just puts a clamp on anything that is released into the air here like up to a certain altitude oh goody see i i actually feel better about living in chicago because the fucking great lakes are like inland seas and they create their own weather pattern for the most part yeah but at least we have clear skies for the most part yeah, except for those lake lake effects. I lived in Chicago during the <laughs> terrible winter of 78, 79. But we don't mostly get it because we're on the west side of the lake. Now, in Michigan, oh, they get fucked. <laughs> well, it's the same thing like in Buffalo, in New York, from Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. So we have a uh, we have times where the air condition in this state is worse than like Beijing at its worst. It was, it was, it's bad guys. It's really bad. And so we also, it's really bad. Like you go to a certain higher elevation and you can look down into the bowl of yuck that you're, everybody else is living in. And it's, it's fucking, it's disgusting. Uh, Uh, we do have a, I was going to say we have a higher suicide rate here in Utah as well. Gee, I wonder why, you know, elevation capped with breathing breathing pollution on top of having a religious society that makes it so if you don't do everything right you uh you don't deserve to be in your families anymore you know all that other stuff so not to mention that oh we're supposed to be better (laughs) right you're not (laughs) so we have some super chats uh dan gonzalez five dollars says my first and only lmao car is an 03 toyota corolla ugly as sin but indestructible <laughs> oh fuck those things are like you can flip them off of a cliff they turn over <laughs> on the wheels and keep going i love how uh grand theft auto made fun of like toyotas and corollas by just combining the names as a toyola <laughs> i'm still rocking have- my 
I'm still rocking my O2 Focus. I, I lease my cars now. <laughs> I'm, I'm bougie. I'm it's sorry. Paid for. <laughs> it, it, it's paid for. I ain't, I ain't getting rid of it till it dies. Until, until my kids are out of the house, I got to keep having a fucking sedan. And so once they're out of the house, then I'll be able to buy something I want. You know, I'll get that vet, huh? No, I mean, the, I do like the fact that they moved to mid-engine rear-wheel drive, but they're real. They're still really expensive. I would get something like just a. A S six or something like that from Audi, you know, just just something where it's like a twin turbo six or something. I don't know. Get you a hot rod Kia. Just, no, I get a GTR. You know, <laughs> Nissan GTRs. Oh, oh yeah, them are only two what two hundred fifty thousand, right? Yeah, I mean you get, can get a Skyline. <laughs> right. Get a Nissan Skyline. Yeah. Hey, you, all you have to do is start turning um the Utah Outcast to a Griff channel. <laughs> how how could we turn this into a grift i don't know how this would ever be, be were people talking to each other about stuff that's going on in the week i mean do we need to have an imaginary enemy that we have it's like they're trying to take it all away from us folks i need to become <clears throat> fuck i can't do that university and you've got the church of also <laughs> You, you need to find some reason for people to praise you as a uh, earthbound god. Well, and we I did get some constructive feedback after the last show from somebody that's going to remain nameless, but I was they were like, "Hey, you need to think about doing this or doing that." And I'm like, "I think we're doing all right the way we are." I mean, I can't see myself changing a whole lot on this show. I mean, we've been doing it the same way for a long time and yeah, it's kind of the same thing every week, but isn't that what people want? You don't, you don't watch cheers hoping that Woody is going to somehow become a college professor or something like that. You know, you you want, you want Norm to be telling stories. You want Cliff to be, uh, you want Cliff to just act like he knows fucking everything. You want Sam and Diane to act like they actually give a shit about each other. And (laughs) there's, there's things that you come back to sitcoms for just like long running internet shows. You, you want to come back to it and be like, ah, ah, that's the people I've haven't, I haven't paid attention to them in a couple of months. It's good to see they're still doing their thing. Fuck. Why did I stop listening to this? You know, that kind of thing. But what's the thing about fans they want new things, but they want everything to stay the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is pretty much that. It's the same every week, but totally different. Yeah, I mean, look, look, look at look at tonight. We've got. Uh, <laughs> I thought Al, I thought Kyle was going to be on and Felicia, but you got the rest of us here. So I'm I'm here for it every fucking week, no matter what. Uh, let's see. We also had a great super chat for twenty bucks. Fuck, well, fuck what? me, Rodent. Whoa, uh, Rodent. No last name says I turned fifty this year. Well. Happy birthday to you. You're, you're 10 years older than me, so don't feel that old. Uh, usually a big landmark party, but it was in April, right in the middle of COVID. No party for me. Fuck my life. Uh, you know what? You know what? Happy belated birthday. My birthday was in February, and it was right when the scare was starting. I was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah. my, uh, October, when everybody is focusing on the uh, election. Mine's January 31. And Mine's a palindrome of that one. January 13 for me. What did I do? What I did this year? I played uh, that new Star Wars Last Jedi. Oh, no. Last Jedi? No. What the fuck was oh. that one called? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I feel Fallen so Order. For you. I played it and I thought it was good, except for it was very fucking routine. <laughs> uh, fun, fun game. And I played that through my birthday. And I also played. Um, I got really into playing uh, the Outer Worlds. 
But I'm going to warn everybody right now. It's not as good as you think it would be. I, I wanted just to get to the end of it to see how it was. And it ends like a wet fart. It's not very. I. So I, I do like the fact that they do have an ending where you could shoot yourself into the sun, which I thought was a really interesting way of <laughs> wrapping the game up. <laughs> I, I, I. I think with me in gaming like it's like just certain things that I would want to actually play like a lot of gaming now is just like they don't expect you to get to the end of it and that's wrong man everybody that makes a game that's sinks however many hours into it should have some sort of payoff at the end you know yeah yeah I only play MMOs now I don't play any single players anymore I play single players because I'm a story person yeah. Um, like the like like I said, Miles Morales was good. The original Spider Man was good. I've been thinking about going back and playing um Boy of Dad again or Dad of Boy again. That was a fucking awesome game. Like, who would have thought, you know, you would again um Christopher Judge playing Kratos and he just kills it. That was the game of the platform uh, of that generation. I think God of War was the game of that generation. Yeah. <laughs> Multiplayer games because multiplayer games tend to have better replay value than, than single player ones. I mean, I, I do play single player too, but they have to have really good replay value, like uh, Elder Scrolls games. But see, uh, like Elder Scrolls, last year we got dragons, or this year we got vampires and werewolves, next year we're <laughs> getting uh, demons. See, the thing about the multiplayer and re- replayability, like, that's the reason why games shouldn't be $60. Like, what happened happened to a good story game for forty bucks? Like, here's I, here's the myth behind that. Like the last like good story based games that we had were forty bucks were on the PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because they realized back then this is optical media, not chips. It's costing us a whole hot, whole hell of a lot less money to make these games, and we're going to release them at a, b- a better price point. Nowadays digital versions of the same fucking thing that you get on a physical copy cost you the exact same amount of fucking mm-hmm. money as the as the i man i'm i'm so fucking mad at the, at the pricing of like games these days i'm so mad but then again i can't get too mad because i went through the atari uh ColecoVision and television and through the nintendo age when ninja gaiden 2 on my nes that i still have my copy of it behind me on my shelves that motherfucker cost eighty dollars. Here's was, the thing: it was when I was like nine. <laughs> it was a complete game, though. Yeah. Nowadays, it's sixty, seventy dollars for like the starter price. <laughs> then you get all the DLC and all. Yeah, the- I also remember in television too. Yep. So, guys, we got about another five minutes or plus. So, if you if anybody has any comments, please let me know. Um. Let's see. Someone says super chat farmer. You guys aren't like that, but some channels are. Uh, yeah, I'm not a. I'm not. I don't farm for super chats. I, it's available for people if they want to give it to us. And I'll sincerely thank everybody that gives them to us. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, "Hey guys, I won't talk about this thing unless you give me forty dollars in super chats." Or like some of the people on Twitch where they're just like, uh, "I need like five more subs to make my bills this month." And just nope. <laughs> you mean like the flat Earth group? Oh God! I I love them. I think they are absolutely wonderful. (laughs) 
throw in a straight comment and you can get them at screaming pitch in less than 10 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love when people say, oh God, the flat earth community has members all around the globe. And I'm like, yeah. Did you not hear yourself right there? (laughs) (laughs) I just want to, I just want one flat earther to go to the fucking, the ice wall. And say, look, there it is. <laughs> well, wait, I thought Logan, wait, which Paul said he was going to do then? The one that's not boxing. Peter Paul, Peter Paul <laughs> with the with the mouth and the choice. Did you did you catch the fucking ego on on Jake or uh, oh, whatever Jesus the fuck his name? Christ. Where he's calling out Conor McGregor <laughs> after that boxing match that he had. I mean, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean. I you, you can know. punch the hell out of stupid and it won't know it's gotten hurt yet. So there's a very good chance that he could have Mongo strength where it's just you know, <laughs> Mongo like candy. <laughs> I mean, he, he's got a little bit of a technique to actually to actually request a fight. But, you know, I just want to see him step in the ring and that Dunning-Kruger effect just starts to take it out. It's like, oh, okay. Pop, 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 pop. Ow! Fucking ow! <laughs> I just love how there's so many people that, that get... I used to watch lots of MMA, and so it's just funny to me, like, you get guys crossing over from boxing and stuff, and they think they can go into MMA, and they just get their clocks clean. Oh, please! I still remember <laughs> back in 76, that boxing match between Muhammad Ali and the, and the karate master. Ali was just robo-doping all the way around to get the fight. Hey, hey, if Muhammad Ali can beat Superman, he can beat anybody. I've I've got that fucking book right behind me. I've got that one. I've got the giant size version of it. I've I, it is this fucking tall. The thing is <laughs> hey, I couldn't believe it when oh, I was reading it. I'm like, this was a fucking book somebody made. Oh yeah? Well my dentist used to my former dentist used to play the Muhammad Ali versus Mr. Toothpick A album. Oh no. Wow. <laughs> Oh god. That's just hey, give me flashbacks of reading Captain America versus like the asthma people or something like that, where it's just like you have to use your oh, man, comics were fucking wild in, oh. in the 70s, man. Oh no, no. I was watching somebody talk about I don't know if you guys have heard this channel called We um uh, Fact Fame where they were um talking about Santa Claus in DC. <laughs> and it was like Lobo false, Lobo false Santa Claus, Krista uh, Crusher Kringle after after the Easter Bunny put a hit out on him. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, Vesta Freya out in chat says my little baby is this 1967 Shelby Cobra and is currently winterized and stored at least until May. Dan Calgary weather. Um. Are we talking like GT500 Shelby Cobra? Like oh, like shit. fastback fucking, you know, with the vented back on it and everything? Are we are we talking Never mind. I'm pretty sure it's a badass motherfucker. So <laughs> Those were the days. It's cooler than you got. I do like old American muscle, but at the same time I also like the conveniences of fucking modern day cars. You know, <laughs> I had a I had a 68 Impala as my first car and that thing was fucking held together with like bailing wire and 2 by 4s So <laughs> Oh, 56 Pontiac shifted it with a, through it with a rod through the floor. 
Oh, like I said about my 1970s. Steering wheel was like this big on that fucking Impala, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. No power steering, no power brakes. Three. Like, I wanted to get the fucking bus driver knob that you could put on the thing just yeah. so I could turn that bitch. <laughs> you couldn't have those in Pennsylvania. No, those are those are illegal most states. You can't have them. Oh, unless, you only got, unless you only got one arm. My, my grandmother had a 76 Buick. Mm. And it drove like that's like, a big ass car. That, that's like 20, 20, 22 that's foot boat, long. Man. It's yeah. like oh, it's my like God. it's all fender and quarter panel, like the same length as the fucking cab. <laughs> like Dad had a nineteen forty seven Buick Roadmaster that was built like a mother tank. It's uh, you know a car's big when it has to have like an ornament or something in the middle yep. of the fucking hood. So yeah. you know where the edge of the road is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to keep that ornament be inside that white line. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. Oh man. <laughs> okay, she said it's a GT three fifty. Okay. That's good. That's a that's a still a nice car, man. <sighs> man. Oh crap. We are we are at that hour mark. Thank you everybody for joining us. Thanks for t- letting us talk about whatever it is we wanted to talk about. We didn't get to any news or anything, but I mean, we touched on it a little bit with the $600 thing, but nobody's getting any money because the, the corporations don't want you to have any money. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That, that doesn't <laughs> make you're sense. Gonna you're all going to get the same thing I got. I got <laughs> that, that, You know what? That doesn't make fucking sense. Hey, what do we want to do? Do we want to give people money so they can turn right back around and give us more money back? Or do we want to, I don't know, foster public unrest and still sell pitchforks. Which one do we want to do? I just love how people were like, how am I supposed to make a decent guillotine for 600 bucks? What the fuck are you people talking about? And other people are like, you could buy a whole bunch of axes over here for $45. That's too much work. You're going to get too tired. You need to get something else that's more automated. (laughs) So guys, I'm going to put us out to the, uh, out to the getting out of here screen. So thank you for thank you for coming in. Thank you for listening to us. Thanks for all Bye, the y'all. all the fun this evening. So we're going to go ahead and jump out of here and do the regular show. You guys will catch clips of it throughout the week. That's how we do things because I can only dedicate a day a week for Utah Outcasts. But for Outcast X, you're gonna find a lot more of me there as soon as my kids go the fuck back to school. Because <laughs> They've been home for a week and it feels like a month. God damn it.